0: Welcome to the Shockwave Therapy Podcast. My name is James Woolwich, Osteopath and Clinical Director at the Abbeyfields Clinic in Suffolk. We will be trying to demystify the concept of shockwave treatment whilst bringing together experts in their field to discuss the latest research. If you are deciding on whether to add this modality into your clinic, or just improve the way you deliver it, then we hope this is the podcast for you. Today, we will be talking to Dr. Carlo DeMaio. He's an orthopedic surgeon from Germany. He's been using shockwave therapy, both focused and radial, since 2002. He's an international lecturer on the subject and authored a number of books on the subject as well. He's helped develop some of the handpiece applicators for Storz Medical. He uses it in collaboration with a, a number of other therapeutic techniques involving osteopathy, injection therapy, acupuncture, Facial distortion therapy as well. So he has a, a number of modalities at his disposal, and what we're going to try and get to today is his his decision-making process on how he uses, when he uses shockwave and the various types. Um, so welcome, Carlo. We're just going to kick straight off, and just just for everyone listening, if you could just give us a, a quick history of your your use of shockwave and your journey so far, please.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm a German orthopedic surgeon, and uh, I left in 2002 the my hospital. I finished my hospital career and joined um, my friend and partner Stefan Swart in his existing orthopedic practice. And uh, in the early 2000s in Germany was a big hype about focused shockwaves Mm -hmm. and private insurances. Mm -hmm paid a lot of money, about 400 Deutschmark Mark per treatment uh, for, for the treatment of uh, spur, Achilles tendinopathy and tennis elbow. And so we started in 2002 with a rented device. Uh, once a month we treated the patients uh, in the mentioned um, indications and uh, had good results for two or three years, uh, about 50-60%.
0: And that was with, and, sorry, Carlo, that was with a focus device only? Absolutely.
1: We started with a focus device in Germany because uh, during this time we, we had no radial devices. We only had the focus device. And uh, in the beginning, in the late 80s, they started treating the uh, kidney stones. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the mid 90s, uh, some colleagues uh, had good results with uh, non healing fractures and. Uh, the tendinopathies, and so there was a real big hype about this issue. And a lot of uh, colleagues uh, earned a lot of money with this kind of treatment. And so uh, we started directly from the beginning of my uh, practice career with one focus device. And uh, we didn't apply the shockwaves on our own. We had a, a nice colleague, she brought the uh, Device into our practice, and we marked with a pen the the, the spots and uh, located this with ultrasound. And then she treated the patients 2000 shots once a month, three times, and it worked. We had about 50% good results. Okay, and uh, that was our first um, con- contact with the shockwaves. And uh, we never thought about the real things around, because we only got the indication, marked the place, and uh, went away. And that was our start with the shockwave.
0: So where did you get your radial device then, Carlo? Uh,
1: first, first we, we bought one uh, focused device in 2005, and uh, had also good experiences with uh, patellar tendinopathy and great Toronto pain syndrome, and... Uh, during this period, we learned a lot about trigger points, acupuncture, manual medicine and uh, osteopathy. And in 2008 or 2009, we bought two radial devices. Okay. And uh, the magic moment for us was when we learned the trigger point therapy mm-hmm. and uh it was during our acupuncture studies it was not, it was not a, a typical course for shockwaves we had no, no, no uh, courses or lectures in Germany about those topics mm-hmm. and um, we, we tried to treat the trigger points with the radial devices and then after some month we combined both and so first the focused and then the, the trigger point treatment and it was magic because uh, from this Moment on, we had eighty percent good results, yeah? and it was right. it was really really impressive. Yeah?
0: And that was the only, that was the only variable that you changed. It wasn't that you were getting better at it. It wasn't that you were adding other I- things into it. It simply was, as, as far as you could tell, the addition Absolutely. of using radial on the surrounding fascial system yep. and trigger points, yep.
1: and uh, especially the trigger points because the fascial system was not so present at this time. Yeah, mm. uh, we we didn't know about a lot about those topics uh, we only treated the trigger points. Uh, I love manual medicine, yeah, mm-hmm. chiropractic and so on and uh, surely you need uh, the right diagnosis and uh, take care of other orthopedic factors you know bone lengths, uh, structures and, and uh, those uh, things are very important for, for me and so uh, it was absolutely impressive when, when I started to combine the trigger points with the focus device. And uh, in in our daily practice, uh, the the, tr- the trigger point therapy is about seventy percent of my daily work. Yeah? It's, wow. it's not typical the so the whole combination. Yeah? Yeah. Later on, we, we we studied the the uh, FDM uh, according to Stephen Tipalis. That was also, magic
0: because uh, we learned a lot about the fascia. But and that, sorry, sorry, for, Carlo, just to in, for, just to interrupt because I, I know you, you, you we taught last weekend together, so it was the first time I'd heard that acronym, which is FDM. So I, I had to go away, uh, research yeah. that a little bit because I didn't know too much of so that. For everyone who's listening, that's the fascial distortion model by a, yes. uh, by an uh, American osteopath who's now since yeah. departed, um, yeah. and, and he he devised a sort of mod- modeled way of looking at fascial distortions, didn't he? Um, Absolutely, really and
1: simple, uh, very simple model, and all of our other topics are included. Yeah, the trigger points, uh, the insertion tendinopathies, but it's really holistic and, and for us really practical. I'm I'm a simple. I love simple models, and and uh, it's really simple to apply it in your daily practice.
0: Right, and, and when when yeah. when you are so when you have a patient with a normal tendinopathy, because the, the vast majority of people use Shockwave for tendinopathies as yes. it stands. So would your um, approach be to to treat the tendon first, the fascial chains uh, afterwards? Do you have a sort of uh, a way of approaching the fascia first, then the tendon, yeah. or does it change from patient to patient?
1: No, um, it, it, it changes sometimes during the treatment. For example, uh, the best example is the heel spur the Achilles tendinopathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you always find some uh, hypomobilization in the uh, lower ankle, in uh, the knee and in the, the hip area. So mostly I start with uh, mobilization manually those joints a foot, ankle, and sometimes knee and, and hip and ilio sacral joint. Then logically I treat the fascia because uh, if you, when you treat the fascia with your shockwave devices and the uh, special applicators, uh, you use no gel. Yeah?
0: You don't and use any gel. I w-
1: when I treat the fascia, never.
0: No and that, thats with so to re- also for everyone listening. I know you have Storz devices, so you you're using the radial head, and you might use the, the D twenty even or the the big ones, and you.
1: Uh, that that's one of the. Uh, Trigger point or well, the, the classical applicators. We use the fascia set.
0: Oh yes, it's a, of course.
1: Special kind of applicators. Yeah. And uh, it's more sliding over the fascia, the tissue. And, Sorry, uh, yes, I understand. If you use yeah. gel, you. you slide over and there's sure. no contact you need deep contact to the tissue yes so uh, uh, many of the podiatrists use uh, some manual devices some sliders some some blades you know yes. but it's the same effect if you use our uh, shockwave devices with a you use the radial ballistic transmitter and apply a special fascia uh, applicator.
0: And you're yeah. being very humble at this point, Carlo. I should point out to the audience that you, you helped develop these instruments, didn't you, on fascial work. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll fill that because bit in.
1: <laughs> after, after our uh, study of the facial distortion model, it was very, very difficult to apply it in your daily practice because uh, especially uh, the thumb is so affected and 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 injured by those re- aggressive yes. kind
0: of. Treatment. your your hands will wear and out.
1: Absolutely, and it, it was not practical. After two months, I I have uh, uh, ruptures in 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 the skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you use the whole day a lot of t- disinfection and and. and uh, uh, Use and uh, use it on your hands because after every treatment you you have to put some disinfection on on your hands and so if it, you have those uh, ruptures, especially on the tip of your fingers, uh, according to this slice yes. of over the tissue, it's, it's 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 painful and you can't apply it anymore. And so mm. uh, we spoke with stores and developed four typical uh, applicators to. Uh, 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 make it more easy yes. to treat those facial uh, systems and you use no gel, you need a deep yep. contact to the tissue. And so first step is absolutely uh, perfect correct, correction of the, the uh, uh, blockades and, and the chiropractic mm-hmm. things. It's my first approach. Then a proper positioning of the patient on the prone position with some uh, half rows so that you have uh, the possibility to apply deep contact. Mm-hmm. And then I treat the fascia, first the plantar fascia, then the, the gastrocnemius area, uh, hamstrings, lateral, and sometimes the gluteal fascia mm-hmm. if necessary. Yes. And typically, you asked me before, after two or three Treatments, the fascia is done. There are no adhesions anymore.
0: And, and would so, the, do do the patients report back to you a sense of change in in it's, in, in stiffness it's, or it's
1: a burning pain? It feels like you you are uh, putting the hair right, putting it out, and it's really
0: painful. But only in some special areas where the fascia is adherent. Yeah? Okay, and you have some
1: patients. First treatment, you slide over the skin and is no fascial fascia problem, and so. Uh, but what do they? Necessary. What do they
0: say to you uh, the week or two weeks afterwards? Do they tend? Do they report back that they feel looser, or do they? You know, yeah. as part of a general, it's, it's reducing their pain in the Achilles. Absolutely,
1: um, it, it's after the treatment. Usually, you have uh, a referred pain and a lasting pain for for one two. Days, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, after the treatment of the fascial problems, I treat the trigger points, and in the end, the tendinopathy with the focus device. And all so in, all that's all in one all session, in one, all right? All in one session. Okay. Because, uh, for example, the fascia treatment lasts not longer than two or three minutes, maximum, mm-hmm. and also the trigger point treatment five, six, seven um, minutes. I only treat four or five important trigger points, not the satellite points. It's sure. just not necessary. Mm-hmm. I treat one point with maximum 1000 pulses and so it lasts four, five, six 5, 6 minutes. Okay. So you have now 8 minutes of treatment and afterwards 7, 8 minutes uh, of focused shockwave um, treatment with a maximum 2000
0: pulses. Okay. And that's my concept.
1: It's always the same concept sure. with any...
0: And every do, you, any do, you, do you use the, uh, the radial ballistic uh, device yeah. for the trigger points? For the fascia. For the trigger points and themselves. And the
1: trigger points too.
0: Okay. Do because, you, what, what, guides, what guides your... Do you keep the... Because some people get a bit confused about this. Do you keep the, the, um, the radial device on the trigger point until the patient reports that their pain has gone?
1: Absolutely, that's my way of treatment. A ninety degree, enough of gel, mm-hmm. uh, medium pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, like, I I feel if you if you're experienced in the trigger point treatment, you feel mm-hmm. the point. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes uh, I use a tapestry roll to roll over the tissue, and you feel the bump yes. of the muscle. Yeah, and uh, but if you use. Uh, the uh, applicator in a correct manner you can feel the trigger points I stay on it but if you have no release or a relief after a thousand shots mm-hmm. with uh, medium energy yeah it's it's, it's I, I, I like to treat uh, in between 1.5 bar and maximum 3.5 bar it, mm-hmm. it depends on the often person if you have an athlete you um, a rugby player you can start with 3 bar if you yeah. have a, a female uh, teacher slim person start with 1.2 1.3 mm-hmm. but you need to apply enough energy and in the end I, I, 90 degree angle on spot deep contact and then maximum 1000 pulses usually after 4 and 6 up to 600 pulses uh, you, you, you get the, the, the feedback that the pain is gone, usually.
0: Sure, okay. Yeah. And what, what would be your, in terms of the applicators for the normal, for using normal shockwave with a radial, what, what yeah. would be the, the the two or three applicators you use day yeah. in, day out?
1: Uh, day in, day out, my favorite applicator is the D20. Yeah, there's a further inside, you have a... a Huge range of motion. It fans out a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's it's very suitable for for the for the muscles. Mm-hmm. If you have some flesh under your applicator, sure. And if you treat uh, smaller areas, uh, hand, elbow, I use the R15.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, if you treat the glutes or the uh, the upper leg, I
1: I prefer on the one hand the 35. Applicator, the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I yep. don't know the right term. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, deep impact is also very, very important if you have no focus device because um, the penetration depth of yep. any uh, applicator is absolutely different. Yes. And uh, maximum four or five centimeters. Uh, is 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 the end of, that, of that's, the that's reachable the, that, energy? Yeah. That's the
0: gold-tipped di fifteen, isn't it? I think absolutely. Yeah, the gold yeah.
1: tip is for if you, you don't have
0: access to a focused device. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a uh, it's a
1: best tool for deep tissue. But uh, in my daily practice. Uh, I can't work without the focused one because if you treat small muscles in the neck mm-hmm. or the cranio mandibular joint, it's it's excellent to treat the the complex area here with the focus device. Sure. Low energy levels, it's 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 amazing because it's pain free and it's, it's anti inflammatory. It's it's it's. It's, it's a wonder, because the pain is really, really acceptable, and uh, you can treat also in the neck with a focus device, and it's really difficult to treat those areas with radio devices. It's possible to sure. have the white uh, plastic tip, but I think the energy applied by the focus device in some areas is incomparable uh, to, to the radio devices.
0: I think you described it as the magic, when the magic happens last week. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's <laughs>
1: It's, it's, it's magic because uh, when we started to treat different indications with a focus one, not only tendinopathy. Yeah, 70 years tendinopathy, yeah, sure. it's, it's impressive. But I had a patient who was uh, injured by a horse and had a
0: black spot on his foot for six months. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was a necrosis right uh, he came to
1: me with another indication he had some knee injury and he showed me this black necrotic spot it was like a um two or three centimeter diameter and i treated it three times only applied the focus device 2000 shots and after the fourth treatment it fell off and Underneath was perfect skin. You saw no scar, nothing. And it lasted for six months or longer. And uh, if you, you see those things, you, you never lose the magic. Yeah? If you have <laughs> a rinsertosis, yeah, it's difficult. But if you treat the, the fascial uh, areas on the on the lower arm, on the hand, the thumb, yeah, the small muscles with the radial device, and in the end you apply it thousand Shots of a focus device, low energy, 0.057 as accepted. Yeah? You, you have 50 60% of chronic atrosis uh, really, really released. You can see it in the ultrasound, and the patient um, demands it after two or three months. I, said, I, doctor, I need two or three treatments again, and <laughs> I have so experienced patients, I um, apply the device, give it in to the other hand and uh, I left leave the room and he treats himself over spot as it's, it's simple, thousands of shots. And, so this, this uh, would
0: and, this would be after uh, over arthritic thumb joints and hand joints? Yeah,
1: absolutely, uh, thumb and uh, uh, all small joints, you can treat perfect with a focus device and uh, it, it takes two or three months sometimes but uh, we treat it a lot
0: Especially the thumb, because you know the, the surgical treatment is mm. really difficult, yeah. and
1: then your, uh, the results are not always very, very. I
0: know lo- um, I know lots of people use the focus device for arthritic changes in the feet, um, the large toe, and so forth, and I've I've started doing that with um, uh, with my foot surgeon here, and uh, we've, yeah. we've seen some reasonably good results with it, I have to say. But when it is, yeah. I think like all of the things that we use shockwave for, it's when we know what other options that patient has. Which are either yeah. sur- surgical or steroid injection or more yeah. more analgesia. So why wouldn't you at least try using Shockwave before you go to those other more invasive or unpleasant options?
1: Absolutely, There's, there are no side effects, no risk, yeah. and uh, it's uh, it's absolutely impressive when you see the results after some weeks. And it's not in hundred percent of your patients, but it's sure any other. Therapy, you have similar results, but if you combine the focused device with with other treatment options, uh, manual therapy. I love to inject PRP, also activated plasma, mm-hmm. in, in the elbow and and sometimes also in in, uh, in in infected joints. It's it's a perfect combination.
0: Yeah? So you would inject, you would inject, and then you would shockwave immediately after.
1: Immediately after. Yeah. I, 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 uh, friends of mine from Munich uh, do it in, in one week, they treat the, the elbow with a PRP and the next week they, they apply the waves. but uh, for me it's, it's simple, I apply two milliliters of uh, plasma directly ultrasound guided into the uh, lesion and then I apply uh, 2,000 low-level focused shots uh, add-on and have excellent results. In any, every tendon problem, this is more severe than, than uh, and, and if you have some uh, ruptures in the tendon, I usually start directly in, with this combination protocol. You know?
0: Right, okay. And, so, I mean, that's that's really interesting, because a lot of people would see, in, in certainly in this country, you get this sense that you get, all the sports doctors on one side of the fence that say, you know, we only inject PRPs, there's no evidence for shockwave, and then you get lots of people over the other side of the fence saying, shockwave is, is the answer, you don't want to be sticking injections into anybody if you can help it. But actually, in, in really chronic, you're saying in really chronic, hard-to-get-better cases, the combination of both works, right? Absolutely.
1: But for sure, we have to, to conduct more studies. It's, yes. it's, it's more experience, but... We never had any infection with a PRP injection, yeah? mm. and so uh, there are so many hints that it works perfect together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I try it. I try it, and uh, many of our colleagues with uh, with high performing athletes uh, use it uh, to treat those uh, kind of patients. And for me, it's it's a perfect combination because. Uh, for more than 10 years I, I love to treat more a uh, biological and natural way yeah. and not to treat with, with uh, steroids if it's not necessary uh, or analgetics uh, it's only a symptomatic treatment and we want to recover uh, the tissue uh, sure. that's our main goal. Yeah.
0: And when, when we were talking as well which I was I was greatly encouraged by because again you'd usually get if you were used to speaking to an orthopedic surgeon in a, in a normal historical sense, they wouldn't be as holistic as you I would have to say in my experience so when, when yeah. you're when you're dealing with patients with with chronic tendinopathies or soft tissue based pain um, you're also keen on supporting that in in, in a uh, a number of other ways from a metabolic point of view I know we've got lots, lots of evidence yeah. now about yeah. metabolic syndrome and how that underpins quite a lot of tendinopathies so yeah. what what kind of general advice do you give to, to support patients yeah. when you're treating their tendons that's a
1: really important issue because I think our way of life is not good. We we will walk in a really wrong direction. eh? Mm -hmm. You know, the the sugar sugar consumption over the last 100 years increased 10 times. And so I think one of the main problems is uh, the, the sugar and the carbohydrate consumption so you get an over-acidification in the metabolic system because the, the, the sugar molecules destroy your proteins and uh, the whole metabolic syndrome uh, is, depends on the, on the carbohydrates and yeah? mm-hmm. so uh, in the end it has to be really simple to to uh, apply it in your daily life and so i the patients ask me what can i do i said Sleep enough. Eat more um, vegetable and and uh, I like meat. Uh, I'm yeah. not a vegetarian or something like that. Sure. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, but I think the sugar consumption is our main issue. Yes. And uh, it's uh, you know all those patients on the one week they have problem on the left side, next week on the other side, two weeks later the left elbow, right elbow, and and you feel. Deep in your soul, that it's
0: you're only treating the symptoms. Yes. Yeah. And
1: so, um, goat is, is a problem, but it also depends on the uh, metabolic system. Okay. And if you reduce the sugar, the goat is gone. Yeah? And yeah. so, that's for me, it's really important to, to discuss those topics. And um, for three or four months, we made some DNA testing. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting, but I have a colleague in Munich, and uh, I, I I take the blood samples, and he discusses with the patients the uh, the uh, solution because it's so complicated that I lose time for my my daily work, and I'm more mm-hmm. manual, and, and I want to treat my patients um, with uh, things we, we spoke spoke about, yes. and not uh, to discuss. For, for a long time the metabolic systems but the, the basics are simple. Paleo associated, sugar reduction, um, sports, I like uh, hit training and uh, um, um, workout and, and um, I inform my patients when they uh, do a lot of uh, Marathon runs or mm-hmm. long, long-term long sports is also a problem for the metabolic system because they think I do a good thing. But also, you know, if you do a lot of uh, long-term sports, you have an over-acidification too. And so you you find a good combination between all those things and uh, it must be suitable for your daily life.
0: Okay. How- those are my... my how, how do you? With the other, the other big contribution to some of the tendinopathies uh, are hormone, hormones in terms of uh, the menopause. How, how do you? How do you simply uh, give advice on, on some of those patients that you see where you think there's a hormonal input?
1: Well, oh, that's that. Sometimes it's a little difficult. I, I go for first for the cholesterol and uh, the vitamin A, D, E, and K. Uh, I think. Uh, also the vitamin D is a hormone too and uh, I I don't care a lot about uh, uh, sexual hormones. Sometimes it's a problem but uh, if I, I see a, a severe problem in this system, I, I speak with my colleagues mm-hmm. and they uh, Clear and fix those problems because sure. it's really if you if you start treating the uh, metabolic and, and uh, hormonal system, it's really difficult, and it's it's not my my special uh, sure. theme, and, uh, and it's really complicated, especially if you treat female uh, patients. With yeah. Those topics. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Um, so I th- I think that's covered most of the things that we had outlined on the questions before. Um, mm. I think that the only thing that I w- wanted to just talk about briefly because I think people on the podcast are getting used to me talking about tendons and plantar fasciitis and general things, but your work that you did last week um, on, on headaches and your, your, the the, the transmitter you've developed, which is called the Atlas transmitter. Can you just, can you just talk about how, because I think when we started teaching this a couple of years ago, we were still under the impression, for instance, uh, that shockwave could be potentially quite harmful and you couldn't use it on the lungs and so on and so forth yeah, yeah. and he, here are experts like yourself having used shockwave for 17 eighteen years and you're using focus shockwave on the the jaw joint and you, you're using it on the neck and so forth so with with, with someone with a generalized um, neck related headache what yeah. what what would be a general approach if we could be general I know everyone's yeah. specific but
1: uh, uh, those things are daily practice for us because, you know, uh, although we have not only typical technopathies, we have a um, typical orthopedic patient uh, in our practice. And so headache and neck pain are related, I think. So mm-hmm. you know, shoulder, neck and headache. And so first I go for the, the uh, atlas joint. It's For me it's very important uh, to check if there's a heavy problem, typically on the left side, you know, and uh, I fix it manually, and then I treat the uh, trigger points in the neck, shoulder, arm, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes I combine it with acupuncture. Then... That, would
0: important. that would that be all with your fascial applicators or with just the normal yeah, radial yeah, head? Yeah.
1: Uh, if it's necessary. You feel it with your thumb, if you slide over the neck, mm-hmm. and you feel severe adhesions in those regions, I treat it with the fascial applicators uh, in the sitting position and in a prone lying position. And uh, the next step is uh, to, to treat the trigger points of the neck, especially sometimes also the uh, vertebra, the, the thoracic vertebra is important, especially TH3, 4 and 5. Yeah, And you, you have to look if there are some problems in the shoulder blade, as it's really complicated sometimes. And uh, when you treat it for the first time, we talk about headache, take care of those regions, especially the, uh, the levator scapula, the rhomboid, mm-hmm. and, and uh, costal transversal joints are also very important. And, uh, and during this time, for example, in a prone position, I apply some acupuncture needles in the neck.
0: Okay, while you're treating the other areas with the shockwave? The other
1: areas, and then I put them out and treat, if necessary, with a focus device, the trigger points in the neck, and if you have a severe blockade on the atlas, for example, on the left side, I use my atlas transmitter with 8 Hz, low level of energy, and can feel the energy transducting through the atlas on the other side
0: with my other Finger on the on the other side, and and is your is your your hope your your aim there? Is that from a neurological suppressive point of view, as in pain gate? You're trying to create a vibration through that area, which which ultimately pain gates the symptoms traveling. Yeah, okay. That's the idea, and it's not pain. It's not harmful. It's not painful. Sure. And sometimes I use
1: some impulse. I I I mobilize it in the end. Uh, right. if it's necessary because uh, you know there are many studies out there uh, that the impulse is sometimes important mm-hmm. so I try it on the soft way and uh, if it's not possible and you feel that there's a mobility, I mobilize it very very softly uh, with the hanging technique and uh, I let the patient uh, increase his shoulders hold the neck and then they let Fall down the shoulders and and they mobilize themselves. It's it's absolutely pain free and, and and it's a nice technique. And uh, also, as mentioned before, I I take care for the uh, cranium mandibular joints in those
0: cases. Right. If you have longer
1: lasting problems on the, on the on the atlas and headache, you find on the on the same side some problems um, in the cranium mandibular joint. And so I. I take care for this
0: joint and treat it as mentioned before. Yeah. And as those of us that have, are lucky enough, I don't have as many machines as you, but I have one focus device. And I, yeah. I know that everyone says the same. It's incredibly effective at reproducing the patient's pain, isn't it? And and, and, I, and I, I've not started using it on the head and neck, but do you, when you all say, putting it on, on the, the, the temporomandibular joint, and so yeah. do you get the patient feeding back that that's, that's the pain traveling into the head that they get and yeah. so on and so forth?
1: That's an important point. The pain, if,
0: if you treat the right point, mm-hmm. the patient tells you that this is the cause of your pain. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah? Because
1: uh, if you apply the focus device on the right spot, on the temporal mandibular mm-hmm. joint, especially on the temporalis, here upside, and uh, then you have the right spot and the pa- patient tells you, yes, this is the cause of my headache. Right, and if you have no focus device, you can use the R15 sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, it's possible, especially on the temporal area. Yeah, yeah? and uh, but directly over the joint, it's it's absolutely perfect to use the focus device with a long um, standoff. Yes, and low
2: levels of energy.
0: Uh, You don't need uh, high levels.
1: I I use typically 0.05, 0.07, and um, you can uh, cause the pain exactly on a millimeter spot. Yes. And if you want, you can use it if you have a low back pain, for example. And you're not not sure, is it the facet joint? Yeah. Is it the muscle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you you treat with a focus device, you slide over the back and... The patient tells you yes, you found
0: my pain spot, and it, then you can treat it again. Because you mentioned in, the, in in that talk last week that you use it as a, almost a scanning device, Absolutely. and and in some sometimes actually indeed you've used it to to find a fracture or, or, or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you have a, a hip replacement and you're not sure it's 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 there's a little bit of mobility, especially in the in the femoral part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You use your focus device and uh, uh, try it on the other side mm-hmm. and increase the energy up to the level when the patient mentions a small pain, only a slight pain, mm-hmm. and then you change the side where the replacement is. Mm-hmm. And if you have a really big pain, a, a strong pain, you know there's something wrong this yes. replacement is replaced, but it's simple and also if you have a, a, a you possibly a, a prolapse of the disc yeah? try to, to drive over the uh, move over the lower back part and you can uh, typically affect the nerve and, and uh, apply the pain right. and, and uh, the patient tells you yes this is my spot and it's, it's really impressive If you have a edema, on the f- foot, yeah? and we, I have a lot of patients c- coming to my practice and say, oh, I have pain under the foot. Yeah. So you make your ultrasound device, and you're not sure, is it a heel spur, is it a tendinopathy, but uh, you, you see nothing on the x-ray, use your focus device, slide over the foot. And if you have the metatarsal area, cuneiform, cubo, or something like that, typical pain in low energy levels, it's more an, an edema or a fracture than a, a tendinopathy. It's really effective to, to differentiate between the
0: uh, different uh, cause, causes of pain. Right. Okay. That's interesting. I've not heard that until last week, but um, I certainly think I'm, I I knew about the, the the idea of reproducing their pain, which I think is yeah. very therapeutic. If a patient knows you found, you know, certainly one of the main origins of their pain, yeah. I think that, they that tell that's, that's
1: directly great. they tell you directly. Yes, mm. you found it. That's my typical
0: pain. Yeah. And I had, I had patients. They were in in hospital uh,
1: because of their strong, muscular, low back pain, especially yeah. if you have a complex uh, problem in the ileo joint, you have cramps in the muscles, it's, it's incredible, mm. and you know, no morphines, no no painkillers work, and if you treat those patients accurately on the trigger points, especially the deep trigger points of the piriformis gemelli, uh, directly compressing the sciatic nerve, mm-hmm. you have wonderful results. Uh, wonderful because those patients had injections. And you know, if you, you treat muscular problems with steroids, you increase the problem yes. because you had it's the wrong and absolutely wrong way. Hmm. And for me, it's uh, I tell all my patients if they have some unspecific back pain, I don't
2: like this term, but you know, it's,
1: yeah, it's yeah. 80, 80%. I tell them, okay, you have no nerve injury, you have no pain over the ischialic nerve, you have no LASIK positive test or something. First, I treat your, your uh, ilusacral joints, your trigger points. Uh, sometimes I inject some uh, muscle relaxants uh, at the facet joints to, to reduce a little bit the neural strangeness. Mm-hmm. but in 80, 90%, if you treat them right, uh, two sessions a week, uh, the the pain is gone after one week, yeah? hmm. and uh, only those patients with a lasting pain, especially if you have your pain in the ilio joint. Sometimes a small disc injury may be the cause of this muscular pain. It's it's uh, it's a, the beginning of, of a disc problem. Yeah? Sure. And so I tell my patients first we treat uh, the things that are hands on, yeah. and if if they last. We can make an X-ray, we can uh, do an MRI, but in 90 percent, if you treat them right, especially if the pain is uh, only lasts for two or three days, it's it's wonderful. And I, in those cases, I need the focus device for the deep muscles mm. because you can't reach them with with the, with the other devices. Sure. Uh, but as a tip, if if you have no uh, focus device and you you know a little bit about acupuncture. I have twenty centimeter <laughs> needles and they work well if you apply them on the deep muscles. If you don't have access to the uh, to the focus device, because it's it's not cheap, you know. No, I know.
0: Yes. Uh, well, it's it's getting a little bit better value, and I think that people are now starting to ask me yeah. more questions about whether they should get a focus device. And I,
1: um, I highly recommend if you if you uh, really. Uh, make your experience with the radial device mm. and 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 uh, you learn more about it you need the focus one if if it's it's possible because in daily practice 70% we treat a simple uh, trigger point problems with the radial device because most of my patients uh, come to my practice with simple neck and 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 uh, back problems mm-hmm. they, not, not everyone needs a focus device we have 10, 20 percent of tendinopathies.
2: Mm.
1: We have uh, the huge spectrum, the whole spectrum of orthopedic patients. But um, in my daily practice, I use the radio device f- for for most of my my orthopedic patients. If you have a knee pain, if you have a meniscal injury, yeah, you have a lot of trigger points in the in the gl- in the gemelli muscles mm-hmm. and and the. Uh, semi-tendinosus, semi-membranosus, I treat them and they get their injections. Sometimes uh, we make a lot of, of therapy. In those cases, if it's not too severe, you, we combine it with the PRP and so in the end I treat the, the medium disk with 1000 or 1500 shots focused and the trigger points and the fascia in the surrounding area and uh, it's, 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 if you have the possibility to use all those devices in your daily practice, you can uh, treat a lot of trigger points with simple some shots of of radio device. It's not so complicated yes. in my daily practice. Yeah.
0: And, okay.
1: Yeah, so well, I combine it with everything else. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that. I think that's covered everything I wanted to, to speak to you to do uh, about today. And I think I I I've certainly learned a lot from last week, and I've got my I've got my brain ticking about yes, ideas yes. of that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought. But it's it, it's, it's 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 inspiring in a way because. Um, having an, an orthopaedic surgeon that's used it for so long and used it so regularly from day to day, um, you know, your anecdotal experience in your case is that is really very strong. Um, whereas obviously you know that the gold standard should be we should have RCTs, we should you know. But ultimately, I think that shockwave is still is still quite a new a new thing, especially yeah. us at our level using focus shockwave. So being able to use you as a resource to say. Look, this is possible, very low energy on the jaw joint, on the neck, yeah. um, using a radial device with a different applicator, which which Stort's are good at doing their development on. Um, so it, It's just a, a treating a wider range of conditions now, rather than just the, the classic five or more, six that yeah. we see over more here. And more. That's actually yeah. the, the one thing I'm starting to put, to pursue, and I'm hoping that when people listen to this, they'll get that a bit of confidence from the fact that they're hearing you speaking about this, saying... Yeah. Actually, it's possible. Um, Let, why yeah. Why wouldn't you try? And I think, as I said before, and, and, and when I taught last week, the thing that I always found so easy with Shockwave is the simple question you always ask is, well, this, this person... Why not? Yes. this. Why wouldn't you, when you know the choices available are not very nice? So, Absolutely. you know... The, yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's... I love simple things. Yes. I, I love simple things. And uh, it's a no-brainer. You, you don't have to think a lot about any side effects here. Yeah. Don't treat acute inflammation or a tumor or mm-hmm. someone with an acute rheumatic disease. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's stupid. But most of our patients have musculoskeletal diseases, uh, imbalances, disbalances, and uh, so they need a f- fast re- um, solution. And uh, we can offer really effective device with, with no side effects in, in all I treat for more than 70 years. And I, I swear, we had no real side effects, some hematoma, some lasting pain, sometimes for us some days. One thing is important at last. Um, all over the years, you have five, sometimes to 10%, they don't like shock waves. It, it, it's a psychological problem. It, it's it's not personal, but mm-hmm. we have some patients who say, "Please go away with your shock because uh, if you use it the, the whole day, it's 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 like a, a robotic thing to 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 grab the applicant yes. <laughs> during the discussion and the, the anamnesis, and so uh, we have. Five up to ten percent—they don't like shockwaves. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 important. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sure. Good to remember. It's, it, I, I, and I, I think, know, look, I we know. should we should always we should always get back to the very real point that we you know not everyone gets fixed with shockwave, and it it, it, it it has become a thing where people buy the machine and think that it's going to cure all things without without that holistic approach, which is saying, look, actually you need to do your exercises. You need to make sure your vitamin D status is good. You're sleeping yeah. well, stop eating all of the processed sugars as much as possible. But, but it yeah. is, it is becoming in some regards, it's becoming a, um, which I've said on other podcasts, it's becoming a go-to machine, especially when you don't know what else to do. You put the machine on and hope for the best. The, the thing is that it works quite well on quite a lot of people. So people get carried away with it, but there's always going to be ones that doesn't work.
1: And I think in a modern Therapeutic concept. It's it's necessary to use those devices because if you're you you call yourself a professional, yeah. Mm. I think it's it's you have to, to use this devices. It's, it's 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 absolutely important for a modern and, and high level uh, orthopedic and uh, manual therapy. It's 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 it's, it's it, it gives you another level in comparison to your colleagues. Yes. I think so. Yeah, because you have possibilities the others can't reach.
0: Yes, sure. Okay, Carlo, I think that's that's been brilliant, and uh, we could probably carry on talking, knowing. Knowing you from last James. week, we could have a pint and carry on, but we'll we'll have another one, and it's been really yeah. fantastic. Uh, and we haven't had to press stop, pause, or anything else. It's been <laughs> that's a that's a record. Okay, okay. So thank you, thank, thank you very much. And uh, I'm going to be saying goodbye now, and um, we'll see each other again. Thanks a lot for coming,
1: James. It was a pleasure. Thank and you. See you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.